Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. So it's a new year, and with New Year's come a lot of New Year's resolutions, uh, and, or at least for some people. There are <laughs> good disclaimer. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of different, I guess, perspectives on New Year's resolutions, uh, and even like you and I have pretty different perspectives. Uh, but we were talking the other day about them, and it was like, yeah, oh, maybe this would be a good topic to talk about because. Like I feel super hardcore about my perspective, and you probably look at me and you're <laughs> like, "Well, that's stupid." Uh, and honestly, like hearing you explain yours, that like when you first said yours, I'm like, "Well, that's dumb." And then you explained it, and I'm like, "Oh, that actually like I've thought about it a lot." So, uh, and, and just to clarify, I don't think yours is dumb. I think it's wrong for me. Yeah, like, okay, sure. it's it's definitely wrong for me, but I can see how it would be advantageous for others. Yeah. Well, and part of the problem is that. When it comes to New Year's resolutions, a lot of people uh, set unrealistic goals or, it, I don't know, it's just become something that's so, uh, I guess, cliche in a way because mm-hmm. everybody makes the same ones every year and it's like, all right, what's my New Year's resolution this year? Oh, I'll just take the ones from last year that I didn't do. And so it's almost like a joke, I guess, to me in a sense. But uh, I guess, do you want to explain your perspective first, a little bit of how you handle the new yeah. year? Yeah, let's talk about, like, I'll talk about uh, how I approach quote New Year's and then you uh, how you approach and then um, we can kind of then help people who do like resolutions maybe make more intelligent resolutions Yeah, because it's not a bad thing it's not bad Um, it's maybe unnecessary Um, you know it's not necessarily needing to be tied to uh, January 1st or anything like that but excuse me um, but uh, yeah I think there's uh, different ways of going about it Um, so let's talk about it. Like, I mean, you know, traditionally, this whole idea of New Year's resolutions, it's really old. Um, from what I understand, like, Babylonians were doing this like 3,000 years ago. So, um, you know, there's a lot of this idea of a, a refreshment, uh, of, a, uh, of a restart, so to speak, yeah. anytime the calendar rolls around. And so uh, it's only natural that that would be used in, uh, you know, the ways that we use resolutions today. Um, I, for one, <clears throat> am not a big fan of resolutions. Um, and even to hint at what Jared's going to talk about, spoiler alert, um, goals either. Um, it's just not my, uh, my personality. I'm not uh, a good planner um, yeah. at all. And uh, my wife, she's a better planner. Um, but what I do very well is reflect and um, maybe reset. So reflect and reset based off those reflections. And so, uh, I, you know, not necessarily this time of year, but maybe just because of, uh, you know, the whole New Year's thing. But I like to reflect on what has previously happened. I like to look back and see, you know, um, I did this and this was the outcome. Um, why was that the outcome? Uh, how can I change that outcome to maybe something I want more or want to be better? Uh, and so uh, for me, the new year might be a time to reflect back on the previous year, see what happened, um, and then how I can change my processes um, to do better at it. So I'm more of a look back type person um, than a look forward type person, right. which is funny Um considering my job is to work with digital, which is very much a forward-looking, forward-thinking uh, um, medium. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I approach things. And so I, I know that, you know, resolutions uh, get kind of a bad rap, but, yeah. you know, we'll talk about why they do those things 
why most people do resolutions poorly, but you don't do really reflection or resolution. You have a G word. Yeah. I, I set goals and a lot of people will say, well, that's just, you know, a different word for resolution. And maybe it is in a sense. Uh, <laughs> and I just don't like the word resolution because of what it's become. How I people know. achieve it. Yeah. 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 Maybe so. But I think for me, I'm very goal oriented and like to the point that I hate like not hitting a goal. So in general, if I set something, I am probably going to hit it. But if I don't, then I just kind of let something slide by the wayside. So I'll give you an example. Like, Last year, I didn't, you know, number one resolution everybody makes is lose weight or whatever, or some kind of fitness health goal. And last year, I didn't have any kind of goals when it came to my fitness and health. Uh, And so I didn't really have any fitness or health in 2019. Like, you know, gain weight and and miss, you know, I've been a decent runner Mm -hmm. and not at all in 2019. I don't know. I might have ran one time. And I, think, just, I think it was your engagement. Yeah, maybe yeah, so. <laughs> getting married and all that stuff. Maybe so, but but still, like, uh, it's just like if I don't set a goal, then I'm not going to do it. And so this year, I'm like, okay, there are some areas that I'm going to set some goals. One of those being in uh, fitness, for example. Like, uh, one of my goals this year is I want to run a race and just kind of get in that shape where I can actually do that. And the thing about it is I'm not uh, – the thing about a goal that I consider different than a resolution, I'm not trying to do something continuously. And a lot of times when it comes to resolutions, it's like, okay, I'm going to lose weight. And so it's just hard to measure that. And then you're trying to, you know, continuously do stuff and then you mess up once and you hate yourself and you just give up. Whereas my goal is a one-time event. I want to run a race. Now it's going to require training. Like it's going to require running on a regular basis and building up to it and eating the right way and all that stuff. But it's very measurable. Like at the end of the year, I can say I ran a race or I didn't run a race. Uh, and my goal is actually helping me to discipline myself. Uh, but it also allows flexibility to like mess up. Let's say in my training for the race, I'm going to run, you know, three times a week and one week I only run twice. Well, that's okay. I can still make up for it and be able to accomplish my goal without just beating myself up and giving up on my quote-unquote resolution. So I think that's why I view the goals a little bit different than the resolutions um, because I think that can be helpful and more measurable in a sense. Now, I will tell you this. The one thing about your view that like the more I've thought about it that I really appreciate is that you've taken away one of the biggest problems that people have with resolutions in the sense that they're always like forward thinking like, okay, in this year I'm going to do this. And everybody's always trying to look way ahead. I know I'm doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. However, one thing that you do is once you look back and see, I want to change this, you don't say, okay, so here's my plan to change it. You're more like, okay, I'm going to change it today. So, you know, Oh, I ate really, really crappy last week and today I'm going to eat better. And tomorrow I'm going to eat better. And so breaking it down a little bit more and changing it now instead of making it a future thing, I think is at least one uh, advantage that your view has. Yeah, and and, uh, and that might be an advantage. It might also be a disadvantage not looking forward. Yeah, but uh, sure. um, to me, I think it, it gives you uh, grace. It gives you breathing room. Um, <clears throat> uh, a lot of people who make resolutions, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that is unfortunate about resolutions is a lot of times – uh, it is vague. You yeah. know, I, w- I want to be healthier. 
You know, um, I want to spend money more wisely. Um, I want to, uh, you know, whatever. Like it, it, it's more vague stuff that aren't easily measured like a goal might be. <clears throat> a goal, you know, is more of a, uh, you've got a landmark. You've got something you're aiming for. Um, so, you know, resolutions are just a lot of times just vague. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whereas, you know, reflection, I'm very much uh, an easygoing person. Um, uh, again, as is obvious by my lack of wanting to plan and my lack <laughs> of thinking ahead, um, I'm very go with the flow, very uh, um, just easygoing is the nice way. Some people might say lazy. My wife might. Um, and maybe it's somewhere in between, both of those. But <clears throat> that does uh, um, give me the opportunity uh, each day to contain each day. So like you were saying, if I mess up and, you know, instead of uh, an apple, I eat uh, two Christmas tree cakes left over from Christmas, um, which I do have Christmas tree cakes left over from Christmas. And so that just excited me. Um, (laughs) But I'm not completely throwing out a resolution that said I need to eat more healthy this year. Right. You know, I mean, that's broken right there. You know, if I'm eating Christmas tree cakes all the time, you know, that's, that's gone. So when we get done with this podcast and you go eat your Christmas tree cakes, that's okay because tomorrow you'll look tomorrow back. Tomorrow is go, a new day. <laughs> exactly. Go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'll eat better yeah. today. Um, you know, I think we beat ourselves up a lot of times, uh, unnecessarily so. Uh, well, ha- have you ever done this one? Like, <laughs> I've I've tried this and I've never actually accomplished it, but the plan to read the Bible in a year and like mm-hmm. January 1st, I'll start it and I'll, I'll last for, you know, a couple of weeks or, I mean, maybe I've even done longer. But that is so intense that you miss one day, and then all of a sudden you're trying to make up two days. That's, and that's the big thing is like, you know, um, a year is 365 yeah. days. Um, you're talking a little over 50 weeks. Um, you know, it's it's a long time. And so if you set a goal or a resolution that's going to encompass all 365 days, you mess up two or three times, and you're way behind the eight ball there. I mean, you're, you're screwing yourself. Um, so... Uh, I think, honestly, uh, um, a, a realistic, obtainable goal like you're setting or these reflections are, are great. But on top of that, you know, me and you were uh, we were doing some good old Google searching and uh, um, actually found some ways that Christians particularly um, can enhance their New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, because a lot of people, like we were talking earlier, they they make more of these vague statements, you know, right. like, uh, you know, I think I want to quit smoking. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, you want to quit smoking altogether? Does that mean less smoking than you did last year? You want to quit smoking on Wednesdays? You know, right. uh, you know, so quit smoking, stop drinking, manage money more wisely, spend more time with family, uh, eat healthier, those type of things. But unfortunately, uh, those aren't very measurable. Um, they're fantastic goals, but I mean, they're just, they're not easy to, to hold yourself to. And so um, I found a, a really cool layout that talks about, um, really, it's just six different steps that we can take if you're going to pursue New Year's resolutions, or these could apply towards even reflections and goals. But as a Christian, you know, the first big thing, you know, they're talking about is praying, you know, asking God for wisdom. You know, if you're going to actually be uh, making resolutions or if you're going to have resolutions in, at all in general, um, 
you know, ask God, is it, hey, is there something I need to work on? Is there something yeah. uh, I can do better? Um, is there something that you would have me to do um, over this next year or, or just to improve my life? So that's kind of the first step right there. Um, then when God answers, if he does give you goals or resolutions, you ask him how to accomplish these, you know? So like if your resolution is to stop smoking and that's the one that God's put on your heart, then say, God, how do you want me to quit smoking? And get this, he's going to answer you. Like he'll, he'll help you figure out a way if this is something he's calling you to. If this is the, the idea he gave you, that's what he'll actually help you accomplish. So he might say, you know, get on the patch or uh, stop hanging out with all your buddies who smoke all the time or, you know, there might be different steps. But again, asking God for wisdom, he'll give you that. Um, and now really this one right here, um, that was kind of two and three, by the way, those last two. Uh, this one right here, the fourth step, to me is the most important, whether it's a resolution or a goal, is to actually find accountability. Yeah. Um, you know, you were talking about your goals to run this race, but you have accountability. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, I told my, first of all, I told my dad I was going to run it, and then my dad's like, hey, I'd love to run one do too. It, so, yeah. so, like, we're kind of making a plan together to do that. And the important thing is, like, with accountability, uh, if I don't do something, like, let's say my I'm trying to train three times a week. Mm-hmm. When I don't, my dad's going to know. Like, if yeah. we're training together or if he knows we're training, hey, how's your training going? Well, I kind of forgot once this week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you kind of need that harshness a little bit of, like, hey, you need to, you know, you need to kick it in gear and you need to do what you said you were going to do. So it's, like, really important because – I think that might be one of the things that's lacking most when it comes to people's New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah, we like to tell people our resolutions, but we don't like them to inquire yeah. about our resolutions. You know, that's like right. if your resolution is to to lose weight, um, and you tell everybody, "I think I'm gonna," you know what? I'm gonna lose weight this year, <laughs> and then you know somebody sees you holding the, you know, twelve you know, a dozen glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme, you don't want them to ask you then, how's right. that weight loss plan resolution thing going, you know? And then uh, if they do, you have to make that awkward joke of like, <laughs> we're not talking about that right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, accountability partner uh, or group, you know, if you've got a community or a small group uh, from your church, that's also a really great and I think essential uh, piece to do. In yeah, and part of the hard, yeah, and hard, part of the hard part is that you have to have people that like, I've heard this before, like, well, how'd you do this week? Oh, I didn't do good of eating healthy. Yeah, me either. We'll have to do better next week. <laughs> and then the next week it's like, yeah, I didn't do good. How about you? Yeah, we need to get on it. Yeah. So it's, it's got to be someone that you can actually yeah. uh, have hold you accountable when you mess up, not yeah. just say it's okay. Someone that's going to, yeah, actually chew you out. Yeah. Um, hey, it's needed sometimes. Yeah, it is. Um, the, the fifth way of working on uh, um, New Year's resolutions, at least for Christians, um, is don't become discouraged with like the occasional failures you're going to have. Because first of all, you're going to have them. Um, but instead of like freaking out, use that to motivate you further. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I mean, when it comes to being a Christian, that's kind of how we got to live our lives. Like just because we come to know Jesus doesn't mean we're going to stop messing up and doing stupid stuff and going back to the stuff that we've done before. And like, imagine if we like did one little wrong thing. We, 
you know, got angry at work and we we're like, I forget this thing of being like Jesus. I can't do it. Right. Like we, we all know better than that. But sometimes I think that's how we can treat our resolutions. Like we don't give ourselves enough grace to know. Right. I messed up, but I can get back on track. It's easier to give other people grace. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of times you yourself, you either hold yourself to a unreachable standard or you have so much guilt, defeatism and all that sort of stuff, basically, that uh you don't you don't give grace to yourself and again like what like what this is saying you know you motivate your, yourself further yeah. by realizing i messed up today but guess what tomorrow's yeah. a new day well it's just like what we talked about a second ago with the fact that like if you try to make a plan where you're going to have to do something for 365 days mm-hmm. with no room for a grace or a mess up yeah. then you're setting yourself up for failure yeah. but knowing that you might make those mistakes and leaving room for forgiving yourself is a big deal. Yeah, and if you pray for wisdom, I don't think God will have you do something like that anyway to begin (laughs) with. So um, then the last one, um, man, once you're successful in that resolution, which, uh, you know, if you're asking God for wisdom, you're asking him for, you know, uh, uh, wisdom on setting resolutions, on how to actually fulfill those resolutions or goals, and then relying on his strength to help you. If you've got an accountability partner and if you're not letting little mistakes kind of, rock your boat too crazily. Um, then the last thing is really when you're successful at those resolutions or goals, uh, maintain a little dignity, maintain a little humility. Um, don't become proud, vain, or anything like that, but give God the glory because you know he's the one who gave you the, the idea to begin with. He's the one that you asked for strength to complete it. And then hopefully your, your accountability partner is a, a fellow Christian and y'all prayed through and worked through mistakes that you may have made and you came out stronger because of that. So Psalms 37, 5 through 6 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. So uh, it's pretty neat that if we follow those first couple of steps, if we trust God, if we rely on his strength, he's going to show people the awesome outcome of that. And then because of that, he'll get all the glory. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.